Welcome to The Bookie Corner, a podcast about the books I read and what I have to say about them. My name is Carolina, I am your hostess, and I love books so much I dedicated a whole podcast to talking about them. Usually, my book reviews contain spoilers, but this one doesn't, so if you haven't read the book yet, you're safe to listen. Thanks for joining me. Let's get right into it. Welcome back to the Bookie Corner. It's Carolina, and today I wanted to review Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. This is the non-spoilery review, so if you haven't read the book, this is completely safe to listen to. So, I wanted to start a little bit of a new structure with the podcast. So before this, I used to just sit in front of my microphone and just talk and basically just say what I wanted to say about the books. I had notes that I took throughout the writing process, but they were a little bit all over the place. They were kind of like bullet points. Well, I have a little bit of a structure that I want to try out and see how that works. And the way I want to do this is, first of all, I want to talk about the authors. And I already did that before, but I want to just a little blurb about the authors, um, then the synopsis of the book. And then I want to give you my general reactions about the, the book itself. I want to give you what my first reaction to the book was and then what my final reaction was because we tend to sort of read books in a way where we react a certain way at the beginning and we tend to feel a certain way at the beginning and then towards the end of the book we feel completely different about it and I want to give you what both of those were. Then I wanted to delve into the characters, specifically the main characters and any characters that are notable in the books, as well as setting and plot and sometimes even the language that the author used to craft the story. I am going to be giving a little bit of a rating for all of the books, kind of like a grade, and each single of those sections is going to be worth two points, adding up to 10 points. So it'll be two points for plot, two points for characters, two points for dialogue, two points for setting, and two points for point of view. For me, point of view is really important because it makes the story what it is, which is why I made it its own category. So like I said, this is going to add up to 10 points total, and that's going to be the grade that I'm going to be given it. I know Goodreads does a good job about the rating system, but I feel like the rating system is a little bit flawed. And the reason why I don't like it as much is because, first of all, five stars just seems like it's a little bit limited and you can't do half stars. And I feel like you should be able to do that. So I would rather do 10 because then that way I can do half points and it just feels better. At least to me, it just makes a lot more sense to do it that way. Okay, so without further ado, I'm going to jump right into Good Omens. And first, I want to talk about the author. Good Omens was written by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. Terry Pratchett was born in England in 1948. He was the author of fantasy novels, especially The Funny Variety. He is best known for the Discworld series, which has 41 novels, which is just impressive. But he published his first novel, The Carpet People, in 1971. The Color of Magic was his first Discworld novel and was published in 1983. He wrote about two books per year after that. He died in his home in 2015 after being diagnosed with Alzheimer's. The final Discworld novel, The Shepherd's Crown, was published five months after he passed. Neil Gaiman was born in the UK in 1960. He has written short fiction novels, comic books, films, nonfiction, theater, and graphic novels. He wrote his first book, a biography about the band Duran Duran in 1984, and it sold really quickly, even though he totally thought that he did a really bad job on it, and it sold right away. 
After that, he wrote Don't Panic, the official hitchhiker's guide to the Galaxy Companion. And after, he wrote the opening of what later became his collaboration with Terry Pratchett, Good Omens. It became his first published novel. He has also written bestsellers Stardust, which was adapted into a movie, Anansi Boys, American Gods, and Norse Mythology. American Gods was adapted into a stars show. Neo lives in Minnesota. Good Omens uh, has a little foreword in the beginning where they explain how the writing process began. They were kind of, a, they were not as widely known as authors when they got together and wrote this. Um, but when they got together to write it, they just realized they had really good chemistry. So they wrote a really good book and it shows in the book. So the synopsis of the book reads, according to the nice and accurate prophecies of Agnes Nutter, which the world's only completely accurate book of prophecies written in 1655 before she exploded, the world will end on a Saturday. Next Saturday, in fact, just before dinner. So the armies of good and evil are amassing, Atlantis is rising, frogs are falling, tempers are flaring. Everything appears to be going according to divine plan, except a somewhat fussy angel and a fast-living demon, both of whom have lived amongst Earth's mortals since the beginning and have grown rather fond of the lifestyle, are now actually looking forward to the coming rapture, and someone seems to have misplaced the Antichrist. Okay, so as far as like my non-spoilery review, my first reaction was that the opening was really fantastic. It, it just sucked me in right away. I thought it was really humorous. It was really interesting. And just the way it was written was just so funny to me. It just tickled me immensely. Everyone was telling me that this book would be, would steal my heart. And I was a little skeptical because anything that's hyped up so much tends to disappoint me in the end because I'm going into it with such high expectations. But that wasn't the case here because my final reaction when I read this book was definitely a top favorite book now. Um, it definitely lived up to all of the expectations that I had created um, and, or that everyone had created and that had made me kind of create around this book as well. Everyone that talks about it, most people that talk about it just talk so highly about this book. And I, again, I was a little skeptical because I'm like, okay, everybody loves this. Like I'm going into it, like I'm expecting a masterpiece. And boy, was it. I love the bo the voice. I love the characters. Even the dang Antichrist was amazing. <laughs> They're all written really well and I just couldn't put it down. So as far as the characters go, we have Crawley or Crowley. He has a great voice. He's the demon in this uh, little relationship here with the, de the demon and the angel. And he has a great voice and personality. I love how much he just doesn't want to do what his destiny dictates that he needs to do because he is a demon. He is completely clueless about earthly music and I found that really funny. Aziraphale is the angel. So his voice is also really, really good and distinct. He is much softer spoken and he seems like the weaker of the two main characters, but he's definitely such a major player and he is so smart. I just really love his relationship with Crowley. I feel like they make just the best of friends. Adam, who is the uh, one of the children that comes in, um, is fleshed out and he's very interesting. It's really hard not to like his character, even though he is who he is. Um, and even the four horsemen are really funny. I don't want to give away too much um, because I think that going too in-depth about the characters kind of ruins a little bit of the story. And I feel like if you're going to go into it, you should just be able to go into it and enjoy it and figure things out by yourself because it's just awesome just discovering uh, all of these amazing things about this book by yourself is worth it. 
As far as the setting goes, it is set in 1990s England and the imagery is vivid and on point, very well done. Um, every description makes sense and it gives you a feeling that you're there and that you can see. I've never been to England, but boy, could I imagine what everything looked like because the, the imagery was really beautiful. And even when they weren't in the city, like in London, everything was just described in a way that brought me there, that I felt like I, like I was there. And I really appreciate that because in this book, they paid attention not only to characterizing and to building relationships, but also in that setting all at the exact same time. And the book is not that long. So you think about it, all of those scenes that had all of those descriptions and all of that character development and all those relationship development and all that stuff and character arcs and all that, they all served more than one purpose. And that's what makes a really, really, really good story is the fact that you can make one thing do several different things so that you're not wasting a lot of space, you're not wasting a lot of words, you're not putting words in there that don't need to be there, making it longer than it needs to be. I really appreciate that. As far as the plot, I feel like the plot is pretty good. It's fleshed out. It never gets confusing. At least it didn't to me. Uh, things happen pretty fast, but it isn't rushed and it doesn't feel like, like things aren't are underdeveloped just because it's it's fast. It's also really funny. I found myself laughing out loud in many instances. You know how sometimes you're reading a book and you're like, oh, that was funny. And then you kind of like exhale and then you move on. With this one, I actually stopped a couple of times and had to reread things because I was like, that was so funny. And I had to go back and it just kind of, it blew my mind. Writing humor is really difficult. It is one of those things that I have never been able to master. And it is something that I'm going to be focusing on in my college career as the semesters go on. I only have four semesters left, so which is about a year. Um, and I am ready to get on it with the humor because boy, I know it can be done really well. And reading books like this makes me feel like I just want to be able to do something like that too. It makes me want to be a really good writer. The book has a really pretty cool format as well with footnotes that are not only funny, but also further develop the plot, character, and setting all at once. The opening of the novel is pretty much just the best opening of any book I have ever read. It's so good and so witty. Like, I have a friend who read this book um, well before I even discovered that it was a thing. And she told me the opening of that book is so good that sometimes I go back and I read it just because I want to, because it's so good. And I absolutely agree with her. Uh, there is an audiobook for this novel and it's narrated by Martin Jarvis. I listened to the audiobook while I was driving and I found that I really liked the narration and like his voices. His actual voice is really soothing. I found it so nice and his accent is so beautiful. I just love accents. They make me happy. <laughs> um, uh, his character voices are on point as well. They're really great and I feel like it was just really well done. So this is where I'm going to end this non-spoilery review for you guys. If you enjoy this, please make sure that you review this podcast on iTunes. It helps me a lot when people review because it allows other people to see it and to be able to discover it. Or you know what? Tell people about it. Tell other people that love books about this podcast and maybe um, we can make something awesome happen around here. All right, guys, this is where I'm going to end this one. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next time. Bye. This episode of The Bookie Corner was recorded, edited, and produced by Carolina Castle. If you like what you heard, subscribe, rate, and review, and tell your bookie friends about it. Follow me on social media. I am The Bookie Corner on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you for joining me today, and I will talk to you next time.